We are rolling. And we're rolling. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Or, I guess, I should welcome myself back, or you should be welcoming me back. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh fuck. no. Uh, new cat, y'all. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm still breaking in the new podcat, Bafo. Yeah. Bafo. Bafo, the new podcat. It's a cute cat. He's a good cat. Crazy boy. <laughs> Uh, so what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? First, uh, first pod back since uh, yeah my car crashization. <laughs> yeah, since your resurrection. <laughs> yeah, since my res, I've died almost three times. I guess. Damn. Yeah, two times maybe. Twenty twenty was a hell of a year for you. I know. I know. We didn't even get to record an end of the year episode. No. End of the decade episode. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess yeah. it is start of a new decade, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, well, how, how, yeah, technically decades end on the nine. Oh, so well, I guess decades always are rolling. There's always a ten year period. So you mean really that the it ended in 2019? Yeah, and then the new decade. Oh, is the yeah. I guess this okay, would be the 20. Sense. Yeah, this is <laughs> the 20s. So I mean, this is the first sense. year of the 20s, though technically. Well, 2020 would have been the first. Oh, oh <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What the fuck time. Let's abolish time. We should do some time abolition. We're, okay, so we're done with time. That's that's how we're starting <laughs> the 20s. You know what? What sucks, like like uh, daylight savings time and stuff, mm-hmm. that's just the government like controlling time. No, I mean, it's like, fucked up. I'm I thought pretty... that was the church. Ben, Same thing. Ben Franklin <laughs> suggested it. Oh, it was Ben Franklin. Well, I learned idea. that from that National Treasure movie. Well, I mean, like, isn't that like, I mean... Jeez, man, fucking uh, Sean would would kill me for this because he knows uh, from the Antifada. He he knows this is is it a Rigi? I don't know. It's some philosopher or whatever. I think he's like a leftist Marxist, but he talks about time abolition. Oh, okay. And uh, how time, as we perceive it, as it's constructed, is like mostly for. Um, capitalist accumulation in terms of like anchoring workers oh that makes sense to a clock yeah i mean yeah yeah. that's the whole component of like there's like a strong theory about like cigarette addiction or like a culture around cigarettes that like one of the biggest um like successes of the cigarette was it's being viewed as an hourglass so like your break time can be measured in a cigarette well, that's well. You know what? I always say that even if you don't smoke cigarettes, every uh, every working person deserves a cigarette break. Even oh if, yeah. yeah, whatever. How much ever? How much ever time it takes you, and and you know, make it a long fucking like not a Virginia Slim, make yeah, like a fat like yeah. a cigar. Every every working person needs cigar time. I mean, right now I'm holding my representative's feet to the fire on both time abolition, but also. Mm-hmm. The cigarette break, the mandatory cigarette break. So, like, I'm going to be withholding uh, all of my funds and votes until uh, these people get their heads in the game and make sure that we all have cigarette breaks. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna demand um, two thousand and eight dollars for that extra cigarette pack money for the extra cigarette pack money. If you were in New York, it would have to be like two thousand and like. Twenty one dollars. Yeah, yeah. Be twenty twenty. Why don't they just make this shit twenty twenty one, bro? Yeah, just make, give everybody a check. Give everyone twenty twenty one dollars. No us. fucking Trump would have won with that shit if he just said like, "Yo, everybody's gonna get a check of two thousand and twenty one dollars." Shit. <laughs> How did that number get determined? What two thousand? Like I don't know. Well, I want it. I mean, didn't Canada get like two thousand a month? Maybe that's how they determined. Did you like, see the scope of expectations? Abolish money too. 
Uh, but well, before no well, more numbers. I, I need I need that two thousand dollar check before we do that. But did y'all see that uh that tweet from was it La- Larry Summers? Some fucking uh, Wall Street ghoul that was like in Obama's like uh, admin. Yeah, he was like, like an economic. Advisor. Yeah, yeah. It, it, at the start of the two thousand eight crash, so. I think it was him that said, had a tweet that said some shit like, you know, basically it was like the slippery slope thing. Like, yeah. if, well, if we give people $2,000, where does it stop? $10,000? David Sirota retweeted it with the uh, Jack Nicholson, the, the like nodding his head. Like, yeah. like, yes. It's like, damn, Larry, you're close. Keep going. Keep going. We'll find the number. Keep going. Uh, I guess actually, before we start, start, uh, okay. I'm Aaron. Oh, yes, Madison. One more, I was one about more. to introduce you, Hi. Madison. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> Wait, and Pete. And then what we're And it's me, Pete. Pete. And Pete, yes. My friends. Go uh, ahead, Madison. Okay, so one quick shout out uh, to the movie Soul. It's on Disney Plus right now. It uh, reminds about to get us canceled. <sighs> that movie is so problematic. I'm kidding. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So, I, I, I haven't seen it. I just feel like that's something that people are saying about. It is oh, important probably. to mention that we are only relaunching because we've managed to get a sponsorship with Disney. Yeah, yeah. This, this podcast exact- this podcast is now brought to you by Disney. Disney presents A Time of Monsters. And Lockheed Martin. <laughs> well, no, one of the, like, I don't want to spoil it. But it's good. No, nah, don't spoil it. Well, that, that's the that's the whole B side of the podcast where we do we usually movie the plugs for the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We usually do the plugs for the end. So just uh, but yeah, shout right, out we're, to we're HBO we're Max. <laughs> shout right. out to Wonder Woman nineteen eighty. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Sorry. all right. So, uh, so y'all, there was an election here in the great. Yeah, Peach first State. things first. Yes. Uh, yeah, we had an election in Georgia you might have heard about. You, you might have heard about it. I tried to do everything within uh, my uh, capacity to uh, ignore um, news of an election. Um, I was bombarded by ads. Yeah, how'd that uh, Flyers. Texts. Text. Oh, my fucking God. T- tell Aaron about the text you got. The, the one that was like... Oh, well, that text? turned out to be my friend. But oh. he did that because uh, he posted on his story Man, on what Instagram. Did he do? So, so this happened to him. Uh, it was someone texted him like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Like, just like blank number. Or like, hey, okay. what's up, man? And then uh, he's like, who the fuck is this? And the guy replies, go vote. <laughs> No, so wait, let me let me ask y'all. Did y'all uh, did y'all did y'all vote? Yeah, I voted. You early voting, Pete? Yeah, yeah. Well, I came in on. Yeah, we went in on the last day. No, the thirty first. Oh, you, you guys yeah. went together. Yeah. How was it? How was it voting at your uh, early voting site? About forty minutes in and out. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too too bad. So but you it was wait, the first so you line wait. that we've. So you did yeah. wait for you did wait online to vote. Yeah, yeah. I had to vote my ass off. You had to vote your ass off. <laughs> it's yeah. too good of a. It, 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 that's it's pretty clever. It's, it's, it's not good at all. It's, I mean, it's not good, but it's like I, I'm glad. Oh, no, they reeled me did in. It. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, but, voter die doesn't really make sense. Like, that's not based on like a. That's that's actually probably yeah. I was actually going to say something. I was going to say something that's not true. I was going to say that's probably more appropriate in terms of just the uh the expressing the the dire situation it is more it is whereas vote your ass off is just like it's it's cute you know it's cute. Uh, well we have been talking a little bit about like the idea that a vote like 
we got a lot of demands, obviously, from around the country yeah. to uh, to perform sort of the duty that voting they is kind of cute. Well, but like, yeah, yo, yeah, voting is a totally cute, like little, mm. like you know, like you know, where the fucking bourgeois, like, oh, your I mean, vote, have your vote. But yeah. there's this idea that you can vote to a certain capacity, like you can vote hard. Yeah. Or you can like just vote hard or go home. Yeah. Like, well, we, well, we, then we, but it's like vote as hard as you can. And it's like, I'm going to vote one way. Well, (laughs) isn't that what this whole, okay. So obviously you guys listening to this already know because we know because we're recording after the election. Anyway, uh, Ossoff and Warnock won. Um, Warnock, um, I think one handily. Yeah. And Ossoff is, um, I don't know. I think he has like, a, what do a you think that is? Because like a couple votes, obviously yeah. considering, you know, yesterday's events, which we'll get to, we'll get to in the um, second half. Yeah. Like it, there wasn't a lot of like more, uh, I guess like a, analysis post mortem. Yeah. Post mortem. Well, yeah. there was supposed to be, there yeah. would have been, but like, I'm still very curious what happened with like Gwinnett? Was it Gwinnett? Yeah. So Gwinnett County, um, which for those of you that don't know, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, since you guys have been living here longer than I have here in Georgia, but Gwinnett County is, um, is, um, heavily immigrant Mm -hmm. from what I know. That's true. Um, so changing demographics. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that was the County that came through. I also think for Biden, um, on election day, yeah. the general. So I think Gwinnett and his changing demographics in terms of terms of just becoming more diverse, mm-hmm. um, probably you know um, helped out uh, well, Ossoff and Warnock. But uh, what I was trying to figure out is the discrepancy between mm-hmm. Ossoff and Warnock. Oh, the vote. Oh, like like yeah. Warnock got a lot. Oh, that, wow. does, what do you mean? Like. Uh, how would the vote totals for like Ossoff and Warnock be so far off? Uh-huh. Basically implying like I was following it as the votes were coming in and I was noting like what would have to be thousands of people doing a Purdue Warnock yeah. ballot. And like And then Blackman didn't Yeah, and then Blackman didn't Win. Oh yeah, black. Yeah, so it wasn't what's, what's like that a, guy that was the guy that won Bubba. What? Bubba something. Bubba, and I, I saw yeah. some cute comments from other people. You know, non-Georgia people being like, "Well, of course, someone named Bubba is going to win in Georgia." And it's like, oh, God. so y'all, you, so you, just to catch people up too. Again, um, there was not only uh, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, but there was also Daniel Blackman who is running for. Uh, it was like a council commissioner, com- public commissioner, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, public commissioner against. Uh, uh, yeah, a meaty head looking motherfucker Name by Bubba. the name of Bubba something. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You guys surprised? I mean, I was surprised. I was I a little we surprised, surprised, honestly. Yeah. Um, I know that, like, I, I was less surprised, I guess, like, on the last couple of days there. Um, what do you mean? Or I, I guess I was more prepared for a Dem win. Um, why, why do you think that is? I guess it was just, um, Especially with um, some of the, uh, like, with Leffler really clinging on to, like, the the Trump train uh, as far as, like, stop the steal type of stuff. Also, they were on board for $2,000 checks. Uh, You mean the Democrats or the Republicans? The Republicans. 
Oh I'm yeah, well, Leffler and Purdue like came out in came support of 2000. I mean, yeah, came on board. yeah what, once basically Trump <laughs> signaled that he would be down for it, everyone felt like it was safe to do. Which like, well, they did that because not to cut you off, but they did that because they they felt that Trump's base uh, or their base was still very much Trump's base. Mm-hmm. So you know, not only like yes, it's good political like strategy to promise like something material for people. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, if the leader of not only the leader of your party, but the guy who people he in your state still like a lot. State, he, he He did lose in the state. Barely. He did barely. lose in the state. Yeah, <laughs> barely. But I think that and maybe we'll talk we'll talk about this later, too. But like in a later episode, uh, hopefully with the uh, the uh, sweet boys from Know Your Enemy pod. Um, but, you know, it's just what where is the Republican Party? I'm not asking a question. I'm just yeah. making a statement. You know, um, where is the Republican Party like? go now like now that trump lost the election and you know biden was incoming and the future of the republican party in terms of a standard bearer was still kind of murky you know it seemed like purdue and leffler like thought they had no choice but to like you know instead of carving out some yeah. like, new kind of like new republican party it's like no we're just gonna go we're gonna cling to yeah. no, nobody yeah. wants that responsibility i mean that well they have like what's her name um is it bobert in, oh uh, yeah, the that, house. That, who wants like to walk around to, with a fucking gun? She's trying to position herself as sort of like the right wing AOC, I suppose. Yeah. Um, who knows how that's going to work out? Obviously, you had Josh Hawley as expected, kind yeah. of trying to make a bit of a name for himself, especially yesterday, which we'll get to. <clears throat> we also have to take notice of this being a. Uh, this was a special election on the Warnock um, Leffler front, as in like the seats up for grabs again in two years. Okay, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, because um, it was Johnny Isaacson had uh, yeah, retired. He was, uh, retired. Yeah. So it's not all that secure. So she might still want to be like hopping on some extremist like Trump. That train makes sense too. Yeah, because it we're not going to like forget it within two years. You know, I mean, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. <laughs> We're, we're creeping to it. So, I mean, do y'all have anything else to say? Because what happened? And, you know, I'll, before before I before I bring this up, I'll I'll say this, that, you know, I voted for Warnock and Ossoff. Um, and I will admit that these are historic wins. Um, but I think that people listening to this podcast know that uh, we are we're, we're not big proponents or advocates or uh, big believers in electoralism. Yeah, again, voting is cute. <laughs> yeah, but exa- as you said earlier, Madison, <laughs> voting is cute. So um, while these victories were historic, especially with Warnock, mm. you know, a black, you know, senator from the South, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty George George first. Yeah. Yeah, since, yeah, yeah, George, yeah, George, not only George's first, but I think the first black senator, but first black senator from the South since Reconstruction. Yeah. That's, that's like true. historic, you know. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think. I guess we don't have to put on the lid on it. I was going to put a lid on it and kind of we were creeping towards talking about the events that overshadowed the news of these victories. But to end off George on this, if, you know, y'all want to ruminate with me, like I'm not I'm not really positive um, about the results of yesterday. And I'll yeah, yeah, go go ahead. Well, I mean, what we're looking at is not like a 51 49 situation. Even we're looking at 50 with Kamala, which assumes then that. You know, even with whatever the Democrats might want to do, it assumes that then all 50 will be on board. I know, and right. like also a Joe Manchin. That, yeah, and so we do have guys like a Joe Manchin that 
could very easily go like, mm, I don't know about this, a deficit. He's going to yeah. be the fucking Senate Majority Leader, essentially. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're go- he's certainly going to be like, I mean, it would be like if Susan Collins had like the ability to yeah. affect yeah. any of the <laughs> which, which I mean is what it claims which, she gets. Which would it, which is what it comes down to in parliamentarianism, right? Whether we're talking about like the way the U.S. does it, or well, I guess the European model is a bit different because the party structure is is a little bit more, um, how can I say it, um, uh, disciplined. But here it really does take in the United States, the way that our politics is so polarized, even within parties, it really does take like a handful of people to change everything. We we might as well view it as, I mean, it's still labeled as a two party system, but we might as well go ahead and view it as like a like a UK parliament division of like, we have the labor party, mm-hmm. like within the democratic party. And you mean there, there are factions within each, par- each well, party. Well, yeah. more so now more than ever, really the democratic party. Exactly. Yeah. Really? Well, so, I mean, that's, that's part of how they've, you know, held on to power for as long as they have is that there aren't really these factional splits. The base is there. factional. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. But, but the, like but the, the party, leadership, party leadership. Yeah. No, it doesn't need is, to be. And so like they didn't have to worry about whether or not they'd all be on board for like, you know, 50 votes or something. Yeah, yeah. But here it's all going to hinge on like whether or not they're all entirely on board with the exact same project. And have Democrats had an ideological project? They don't have any. They have any so, no. they, exactly. Right. They don't have any ideology. They have no mm. long term ideological goal which is why this is a hollow what's what's the word a peric victory in that mm, term for yes it? That because be because if you're a leftist right and you want something like medicare for all which you know there's a whole force the vote thing we won't talk about that but there's a whole thing going on but you know even that okay is like you know a, a several years long project mm-hmm. longer than one presidency fine um certainly longer than a speakership vote ex- exactly right <laughs> yes but what about just even raising the minimum wage? I mean, what about like, I mean, forget that. That's a different topic. But just I'm underwhelmed because even though these victories, right, are historic, we're still stuck with the Biden administration where this motherfucker is saying that he's not even sure that he has the power to fucking cancel student debt, which is like, yes, you do. Actually. I, I've heard a hell of a lot of things from Ossoff and Warnock about what they are not. Yeah, and right. what they do not believe in. It, more and than what, what they, they do, do not, believe in. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And so, It's the politics yeah. of negation. So, like, I am heartened to hear that if we vote them in, they will give us $2,000. Even that, I'm not 100% sure on, especially because of what happened. But, like, also because, I mean, do we have the power to even hold them to those kinds of promises when we get Biden, who, like, Literally went psych well, as the, soon as he. The thing is that didn't even say psych. He was pretty upfront. <laughs> oh yeah, he, the whole time. But even the the small promises he made, like saying like day one, like handling like the the fucking how many kids are still trying to be like reunited with their parents now. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "That's a day one priority." And then then the immigration law, then the immigration activist, fucking he met he met with them. Yeah. And the same way he was. With I don't know what you want from me. Leaders. I said it was going to be a day one priority. That's what you want. And it's like, no, I want you to then do the thing on day one. But even that was like, well, that's insanity. Well, well that that's why this that's why this doesn't this doesn't none of this I wanna say none of this matters. But you know, 
I'm old enough to remember when Democrats had a supermajority, at least for a couple months, right? They didn't have a supermajority for the whole like two years, but they had a, a supermajority for a couple months. They had a majority for two years, right? Under Obama in 2008, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember when they got swept the fuck out under Project uh, Operation Red Map or Project Red Map, mm-hmm. which was some fucking gerrymandering oh, scheme yeah, I mean on yeah on the part of Republicans to to fundamentally right. Um, <sighs> cement themselves right in like uh, power in state legislatures right i'm old enough to remember that i'm old enough to remember democrats having this majority right super majority for at least a couple months majority for like two years and then fucking like pushing out a republican health care plan which was obamacare mm. my point is there the, whatever whatever imagination right whatever these motherfuckers are like maybe even thinking about Right. When they like are not like completely soulless human beings, yeah. like maybe like I don't fucking know, like when these motherfuckers like has a drink and they like feel a little bit like more in tune with like, you know, their humanity and like <laughs> the world at large and their role as a fucking elected fucking official where they're like, maybe I do have a responsibility that goes beyond <laughs> myself and, you know, my fucking like small petty interests, whatever. Fine. Right. Even if they have an inkling. Right. Of any of this shit. Mm-hmm. They got to get through fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. And Joe Biden is going to fucking collude with right wing Democrats and the right before he fucking hears anything that Bernie Sanders or AOC has to say. Or no. squad yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to embarrass them. No, we're, no, no. He doesn't have to even embarrass. No. Yeah. Well, like that's what he said. He's daddy. He's his whole fucking thing is daddy where he just he's puts uncle. yeah he's uncle <laughs> uncle joe he just like taps you pats you on the head pats you on your back and just says all right kiddo it does whatever the fuck good. he wants yeah and i thought you were gonna pat my back i was like please no i'm in pain oh, <laughs> but but yeah like that's pretty much like we're, yeah i mean that's that's on a good day and then the civil rights leaders got Joe on a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they like, talked to him black, after. You did you vote for me? <laughs> you ain't black. Oh yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, so we got we've got two Democratic senators for now. We'll see what that means. I'm personally glad that we didn't face the situation that we were very certain was going to happen, where uh, everybody had been like talk. I would have. I would have rather that maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, then it's an excuse to not have to do anything. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that they, what people were saying a lot is interesting is that now Dems can't use the excuse. Yeah. That they can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. But like, I don't think that people like, that doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm sorry. You think they can? You think they, also, you think they care? You think they like, oh, oh no, the people are going to catch us in a fucking bind now. You know what I mean? Like, no, they, they never do that. Yeah. Like, why, why the fuck do they ever care what people are saying online? Yeah. I mean, like, well, also, they, they get people to do their work for them as far as the they can't do anything. They've got, like, you know, people in the trenches in the replies being like, well, they couldn't possibly do this because of this statute. Not on just this in the replies, the- but in the that's actually we should use the term in the replies when we're just talking about like mass media because oh, okay. like this is also just going to be like again to borrow another phrase from like fucking you know like uh this cursed website twitter this is just going to be the discourse like in mainstream media yeah like we're going to be having like talking heads on like fucking joe scarborough who used to be a fucking republican but whatever mm-hmm. you know on msnbc or we're going to be having i don't fucking know like van jones on cnn 
talking about like, well, they could the same thing they fucking did for Obama, bro. You know what I fucking learned today? I was listening to uh, fucking Bad Faith. Yo, shout out to that podcast. Uh, they had a uh, it's got Thomas Frank on who wrote this book, uh, Listen Liberal, right? And or was it What's the Matter with Kansas? What's I'll just say What's the Matter with Kansas because I heard him say Kansas Kansas a lot in that episode. But anyway, right? He um he said that like you literally had people as Obama was like leaving office that were saying, well, what do you expect them to do? Well, what do you expect them to do? Or his second term, they're like, what do you expect them to do? And they called it like the Green Lantern like fucking like problem or something like that where like this is from thomas frank keeps mm-hmm. saying it. so it might be like for people listening that know they might be eh, not quite but from what i heard him say thomas frank was like there were people who were like chastising like critics of obama because they were like he's not a superhero yeah. you can't expect him to do this which i thought was funny that they called it like the green lantern thing because Green Lantern in the comics can like do fucking anything. Oh yeah, it's well the whole you know I mean? component. Yeah, power yeah. down to the next. Uh, yeah, well by death, right? This yeah, die in his ring. Yeah, you well, gotta die. I mean, so by suicide. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I guess, but <laughs> any, but like it's it's the power of will. Like that's Literally. the whole component is that it's willpower. And so if you're saying he's not Green Lantern, he doesn't have the power of will. Then you're exactly. saying he doesn't want to. Not, not that he's not. Forget the fact that he's the fucking president of the United yeah. States. You can do anything. My point is, is that over the next four years, we're going to be seeing people on CNN and some MSNBC and shit, and like you know, in the New York Times and New Yorker and on Wall Street Journal, even all this shit, and they're going to be telling us why, like the the foot soldiers, the ideological foot soldiers are already there, mm-hmm. and they're going to be telling us why Biden or the Democrats can't do this or that. Or oh, that. it's going to be so, like, in-depth. Or maybe it won't. Maybe it'll just be... Why like, would it be? It's going to be as blunt as Biden is. Go yeah. vote for the other guy. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's... Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it, since they've made their bucks and they've really gotten people on board with, uh, with their Trump-like stuff, MSNBC, CNN, and the like, they've really made their bucks with that. Um... Like, what are they going to have? To, to grift like, on now. Yeah, well, there maybe that's what we can get into. Oh, right now. Like, exactly. Yeah. Because Trumpism isn't gone, which mm-hmm. uh, you're listening to this. You know what happened. I don't even know where to start with this shit, man. Uh, I mean, I guess the first place to start is, um, you know, unless you've been under a rock, Trump has been contesting the results of the election. Um, there's, uh, there've been, uh, the stop the steal. I don't, I don't even want to really call it a movement because it's not really a, mo- a movement. A movement makes it seem like, it's like a, it has broad support. And this is like, it's like a, like a, well, I mean, in polling, like people, I, it was something what like is it, a third. Percent of well, and, yeah, I mean, oh. most it's more than that. I think it's like majority of Republicans think the like it's something like fuck. I might be wrong, but I think it's swear to God, it's something like eighty something percent. Fucking Republicans, majority of Americans don't think the election true, was true. the it's majority like this of Americans. Little hill to die on, yeah. Type. It really is. It really is. Right. It's very bizarre because, like, uh, I mean, the thing I I I keep coming back to with the stop the steal thing is that it's like, yo, you guys love to talk about how people hate Donald Trump. What did you think? Like that people didn't actually dislike Donald Trump enough to like vote for the other guy. Exactly. In just slightly more numbers than the people who love him. I guess where we can start it is that uh, Trump 
gave a speech yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know where exactly he gave the speech. Uh, somewhere in the Capitol. Are you talking about the the will walk? Or are you talking yes. about the video? No, they're talking about the will walk. Yeah. Okay, we'll so walk in the there. Yeah. yeah. So in the videos, uh, Madison is uh, alluding to. Oh, not in the video, but in the speech, rather, that Trump gave before all of this uh, crazy fucking babe chud shit transpired. Um, basically gave a speech in which he, um, again, you know, said that this election is fraudulent. Um, there are still um, votes that, you know, votes shouldn't be counted because of X, Y, and Z. You guys fucking know the whole, like, rigor roll. Like, it's like a soft coup. And as Madison said, uh, which I find interesting, he said... Uh, at the closing of the speech, now let's march to the Capitol. And then he did it. (laughs) Then in true Trump fashion... He dipped. He dipped the fuck out and let all these motherfuckers... Well, he pulled sort of like the Jesus on the beach move, (laughs) where he was like, you see all those footsteps on the way to the Capitol? That was me carrying you. (laughs) And meanwhile, this motherfucker's eating a Big Mac in the fucking, like, in the fucking, like, presidential limo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rolling by, watching these motherfuckers. Fucking Onward, mayo patriot soldiers. Yeah, right. And he fucking flips his tie back not to get mayo on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude, like, all right, so I don't know. I don't have a timeline because we didn't have a timeline here. I guess we just have thoughts. Um, But shit got buck, yo. Apparently, like, yeah. after a speech, uh, people not only were able to... Uh, be on the grounds of the Capitol where normally I would think that like you know the Secret Service or Capitol like DC police well, or something well so that's the idea is yeah. that they had I mean he's been saying that this would happen for two months a year honestly but, but when he said alright so when he said this this was going to happen that's the thing is like they should have prepped he didn't but he didn't even know cared. but no one knew what this meant mm. you know but what I'm a saying? lot of people were talking about this shit like Going to the Capitol, getting onto the Capitol grounds, trying to do stuff. But I I know what people were saying, right? Yeah. But think about when somebody tells you like infinity or like space, right? Like you can't possibly conceive you can't conceive of something that you've never like this. I'm not saying that Trump predicted this (laughs) because like because that would be incredible. It's like, yeah, they're gonna gonna go to the Capitol and they're gonna walk in. (laughs) They'll be stuffed a little bit, just a little bit. That's a good Trump. But they'll get in. God, don't do that. And it's like Feels like a burn. Don't worry, they'll get in. No, this is like God, that's creepy how like he did a Trump voice but a birdie face. That was weird. Well, I mean, like a chimera. Trump does like pinchy fingers and Bernie does open hand, but they both go in and out, (laughs) opening the door, opening the window. The the, the emoji, the hoe emoji. Sorry. Either way, either way, they like, um, they, they, you know, and at least for, for the like past couple of days, it's been people planning to saying storm the Capitol. Uh, and, and the, lack of security like heightened security it's like so let's let's all right there are so many different ways we there's can, let's dive let's dive mm-hmm. into this because i wrote a few things down too we can talk about but let's dive into this first right so not only were these insurrectionists right mm-hmm. um not only were they taking photos with cops but they got inside of like government buildings i mean they were taking fucking like pictures 
like in Nancy Pelosi's office. How'd they get into their, her office? Yo, so was it wait, just like so, unlocked? I, well, I, this is the thing, right? But we're going to talk about a context. Pretty much what I'm saying is that they were able to get in very easily. Why do you go ahead, Madison? So we uh, heard on Mothers in PR. Um, it was the former uh, chief of the DC police. Okay. Who, who was it? I can't remember. I, he I was some former some like security former head security something guy, and he was saying like, "Thank God it was like we're so like I'm grateful that this was like COVID times because if not like there could have been school children on like a like field trip in there. I mean, and that just like made me go, hold on, you're saying that like on the day that you guys are going to be like certifying these election results with like all of this shit brewing around it, you would have been like, you want to bring your school on a tour here? <laughs> hold on, let me check. Is there anything going on today? Well, yeah, that's probably fine. Honestly, but honestly though, they probably would have, like there probably would have been a school trip on that day if not for COVID because it's just something that's so fucking just Yeah, maybe normal. Nicholas Sandman school. The, the Nicholas but Sandman school. <laughs> but if you're getting, like, heads up about this, and you're like, no, let's have the field trips anyway. Like, I mean... Maybe it's a don't... stop the steal field trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is what it is, right? Essentially, I think. Is that there's no way to look at the uh, uprising against police brutality mm. that we saw this summer, um, that we're still seeing, that's ongoing, actually, and the police brutality that was uh, that was met out um, on uh, protesters um, by cops and talking about people being maimed, talking about one person, at least one person died, you know, Elite. after being, yeah, beaten, right? One person died after being like tear gassed, mm-hmm. you know, she had asthma. Oh, yeah. Apparently. yeah. Or uh, what, there was like some miscarriage. What? Miscarriages? Yeah, no tear gas. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, because they're chemical weapons, right? Mm -hmm. So we saw all of this, right, against BLM protesters. And then the juxtaposition of yesterday, where cops are not only taking pictures, like I said, with some of these motherfuckers, but also just allowing them to, like, roam free on not just government property, but police cars. Like, there was somebody standing on a fucking police car. Like, dude, like... So I think, and y'all let, let me know what y'all think, but like, this is already a fascist country, right? Yeah. It's like that fucking meme, right? The daily struggle meme with the guy sweating. Yeah. There's two buttons, right? Except this time the two buttons said fascist, right? Or fascism, yeah. right? It's like, one, I do think some of the law enforcement there yesterday had sympathies with Trump, mm-hmm. you know, especially the ones that were more open or, or more open enough about it to take pictures mm-hmm. with some of these people. But I also think like, Yes, unpre- underprepared, like you said as well, unprepared, as you saw, as said as well, Madison. But the ancient evil, like that, like kindred spirit oh, of like fascism, unpreparedness. It's intentional. It's it's intent. It's unintentional, intentional unpreparedness. Because yeah. on the one hand, go ahead, go ahead. Pete. Well, I basically, I mean, what what I mean, the the phenomena you're describing would definitely play out, like even without. You know, white supremacist connections to police, even without the likelihood that, you know, a lot of these police or security forces probably have sympathies with the protesters, the preparation. Yeah. Insurrectionists. Insurrectionists. We're going to play that game now. Okay. Well, like, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm calling them protesters because I'm just trying to, like. You're trying to level the playing field. Yeah. But, like, which I I don't think is always a good idea. But, like. (laughs) 
regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that you would see a lot of the, the, the sort of like, frankly, like racist shit play out in the planning for these things, because it's the same reason why you have like a situation where like a white guy, like who's like doing fucking terrorism can be talked down and taken in alive. Yeah. And a black man won't yeah. if he's just walking down the street yeah. is this like myth of like the scary black man. Yeah. It's the ambient and, racism, which is then also reflected in a, less heightened threat applied to white men, exactly. which is insane. Mag, and mag, mag, MAGA people, right? Especially yeah. because you see these people mm-hmm. coming in with their fucking MAGA flag, their Trump flags and their American, like their American flags. And you're like, you don't like, even if you're a black cop, right? Mm-hmm. If someone is, you have a very different reaction, especially if you're a black cop, right? To somebody protesting against police brutality, because you have, you, it's the enemy is clearly like identifiable yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's personal and it's personal because these are people who are like yo yeah. fuck your job you know what i mean whereas these are people who and, and this is one thing i want to bring right like these are people who believe in law and order right they have again their american flags they have their you know trump flags they they, they believe in the whole like myth the american myth mm-hmm. right yet they're storming the Capitol building. This is what I was saying earlier. Is America, in these people's minds, America doesn't just exist as a country. It doesn't just exist as institutions or, you know, people, right? Or culture or anything like that. It almost has this deity-like, mm-hmm. like, like entity-like, you know, like formulation in their minds where America is whatever they believe it to be, which is like, you know, like very congruous with the whole like myth that America is, but go ahead. I mean, that makes total sense in the sense that like the Capitol building is itself like a temple housing the clerics of this particular. Yeah. The whole thing is a vessel. But then that's also why people like Joe Scarborough are opening up his show and why he's so incensed is that the insult to the symbolic like representation like every like it's been said like everyone lives in like their own america yeah um like there's not two americas there's like eighty thousand, yeah millions and like 300 million americans but there is this this liberal idea of like america that's reflected in things like the comey rule where they're talking about the buildings and how the buildings i know jesus and like there's a lot of feeling wrapped up in these buildings because that's America to well, like liberals. A 9-11 thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's mm. a huge thing. Like the, the, the attack on buildings, like and we and have such shitty fucking architecture. Too. Like, that's true. It's like fucking neoclassical fucking have fascist you seen, bullshit. Have you, know? you seen the, the meme, uh, with the Soviet, it's like the Soviet, like apartment, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, like under socialism type of shit. Yeah, it's like oh, and it's under Detroit. socialism, and it's like all these ugly buildings are like they're all the same. You find out, find out that shit and it goes, some shit like that. And then it goes <laughs> under capitalism, and it's just all of the neighborhood like cookie cutter houses. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Yo, like like the oh, I'll never forget this. The opening scene or one of the uh, the title card of the show Weeds has a frame, yeah yeah has a frame yeah ticky tacky yeah. houses like to that song mm-hmm. has a frame where it's just exactly as you're talking about yeah you know what i mean and that's supposed to be like this is this, the that's trick. yeah that, that, that's that's good that's, that's good the sorry. ideal no, sorry, yeah. talking, um and like it, it it is fascinating because like i do feel like you know a lot of people feel like i mean especially like 
Democrats and liberals and stuff. And I'm not going to say that they're wrong for this, that they feel like they have been personally attacked. You can say that. But like, well, no, because like I I (laughs) could, but like, I, I guess I get it. Like I get where you're like, passion for some of these symbols comes from i think it's wrong-headed yeah. like i think that it's also like demonstrably like a false belief to have because it's like oh well like these fucking assholes just like walked in yeah some fucking capital like and i yeah. really think that and this was one of my reactions watching it like go down was like this does communicate that like our infrastructure are like just whatever structure we have to the shape of an America is hollow and it's not going to be lost on anyone who might look to like undermine. Well, wouldn't that be like, well, this is so, so this is the thing that's conflicting, right? Is watching this unfold yesterday, you know, being a, a would be uh, insurrectionist myself. Mm. Um, I was a little bit jealous is not really the word. Um, because what they did was frighteningly stupid and yeah. dangerous because one person did die. Um, but I guess I was just sort of in awe, right? Because, you know, storming we, the capital for the right causes. Yo, for real, right? For storming the capital for the right causes, right? But like it 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 is how can I say this? Yes, the the the, the capital, like, you know, like houses some of the most uh, powerful, important people, not just in this country, but in the world, right? But like it, like I would, my ideal society, like it really, and it's called the people's house. It really would be the people's house. It really mm-hmm. would be like accessible for everybody, yeah. right? There wouldn't be, you know, like fucking ID checks and like, you know, going through a metal detector and all this and, you know, all the security and all that shit. But obviously we don't live in that society, right? Um, so I guess it's ironic in a way, right? And I noticed this listening to the news. That, you know, fucking people like Anderson Cooper and shit and all these like libs, uh, these neo libs on CNN and shit are like in shock. Right. And I'm like, well, y'all motherfuckers keep saying that shit's the people's house. These niggas just walked right the fuck in. (laughs) And that was the conflicting thing about yesterday, too, is being like this shit is dumb as fuck. It's menacingly absurd. Right. Where it's 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 ridiculous because remember that was that guy in like the fucking first shit, too. You know, oh, but, the Q shaman. Yes, the Q shaman. But at the same time, I'm like, bruh, don't be making fun of these people. Like, if you call yourself a socialist or a communist, yeah. when you wish that 99% of the country would be doing the same fucking thing that they're doing. Could you imagine any yeah, fucking I mean, Bernie bro having the balls to do that shit? Deep down, there's a lot of wish it was me. Yeah, I know, like, right? It's a lot of, like a lot of jealousy, bro. Like, and uh, <laughs> you know what? At the same time, though, perhaps that could be like, uh, a fuel behind like leftists who deeply resent this too because it's like you know you guys like bungled this shit and you did it over the dumbest possible thing and now they're gonna fucking lock that place up and no how Yo, we can't get there now we can't get there you know what i heard today was interesting um somebody said that uh forget what pot i was listening to I was telling you this earlier, like now, like listening to all these podcasts, like it's just one big, like orgiastic voice or whatever. But, um, mm. you know, like one person was like, can you imagine what it's going to look like on inauguration day? Like uh, imagine on inauguration day, you know, the first like inauguration of like, I guess, like going into like, you know, the the, the second decade of the 21st century. And it's with a president like Joe Biden, just the symbolism of it. Right. A dying man for a dying party, like who is buttressed by like 
the most formidable fucking almost like a military occupation of DC because of the shit that happened last year. Oh, night. and like, I mean, Trump will love it because of the crowd will, oh, the crowd will be, be smaller. smaller. Oh, because of fucking COVID, right? Because <laughs> yeah. of fucking COVID, yeah. And probably because of lockdown, like truly a lockdown. I mean, any number of things. I mean, are they going to hold it in like some sort of like small office? Maybe they can do it in his basement. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's been deep fucking, that's how he ran his campaign. Um, I wanted to mention, besides, I guess, the uh, the uh, uh, oblique jealousy of uh, being a would-be insurrectionist who did not storm the Capitol, um, besides sort of the uh, America as more than even the myth that it's, like, purported, you know, mm. um, which is why these people who believe in law and order and, you know, like, believe in America are storming the Capitol. Besides that, um, listen to... Uh, uh, the Trill Billy Sister podcast, um, the Antifada, and Jamie, uh, shout out to Jamie, brought up a good point where she drew a parallel between, uh, and we don't have to talk about the force mm-hmm. to vote thing too much, but she brought up a parallel between the force to vote um, campaign, which is um, forcing a vote on Medicare for all, or was a plan to force the vote, uh, force a vote on Medicare for all in order to threaten Nancy Pelosi's speakership, but, you know, that speakership vote happened so yeah well i mean (laughs) the way you put that it makes it sound like it was a uh, intended to be a threat to the speakership rather than anything to do with m for a yes i just i've never said m for a and i've never i know yo right typing out is weird yeah i'm like m for a i'm fine typing it out i I feel bad saying why would you say that? you gotta think it that's why you gotta gotta give i didn't want to give anyone the impression that i'm just going around like you gotta like, think it in your mind and give a look so people That's know. That's like, like talking about like WWII. What's WWII? World War II. <laughs> oh shit! M4A I, I. sounds like M4A some shit I'd put on Craigslist. It sounds like yeah, a video game. M4A. Um, but Jamie, Jamie brought up like uh, the parallel with, and I don't know if this this is where she was going with it, but I'm I'm a proponent of force the vote, right? Um, but as I've people have heard me say uh, extensively online and like I wrote in that piece, like. Uh, it's it's a manifestation of powerlessness, right? It, it's a campaign that purely exists online. Um, Stop the Steal, right, was something that also very much so existed online, mm-hmm. right? Except hundreds of people were also, like, compared to the paltry, like, 14 people that showed up or that have been showing up um, for, you know, the, the uh, forced to vote, like, rallies, I guess, like, in the Capitol, right? Um, at these Stop the Steal, Stop the, uh, Stop the Count, Stop the Steal fucking rallies... I went to one in Georgia. Dude, it was like fucking like 200 people, almost 300 people. Like, it's like the parallel, I guess, is what I'm saying is that they're both manifestations of powerlessness. Mm -hmm. Except the Stop the Steal folks, they were able to like peel themselves away from the spectacle and like make it a real fucking life thing yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. And it's, it's also, you know, kind of depressing because like, I guess the feeling of powerlessness is more a um, sense it was backed by like senators and like House Republicans yes. and shit. That there is a sense of powerlessness in the loss of power. Yes, like in or even just a perceived loss of power. Imagine, imagine if this the the uh, Congressional Progressive Caucus the squad, right, mm-hmm. were backing force the vote as much as. Fucking, we mentioned earlier, Senator Josh Hawley, junior senator from Missouri. Exactly. Fucking walked past these people yesterday 
and held up his fist oh in God. solidarity with them. Imagine. And yes, this is shade, I guess, then on the fucking squad and congressional caucus, right? Congressional progressive caucus is that for whatever fucking reason, the Republicans are terrified of their base. And when they see those winds of change, they move, right? Democrats, right? Like Republicans rather, right? But Democrats, they won't even, they'll ridicule like their activists, like mobilized base. Well, I think I right? would, I, I can understand the shade, but I, I think I would disagree in a certain sense because there's a political value on the Republican side in being more extreme. Like the extremist component of like the Republican side is more valuable than being I would like disagree. extremist on the left. I would disagree only, I would, well, I won't disagree, like, but I'll be phrase, yeah. I'll be phrase. I know what you're saying. Mm. What, what, I'll rephrase what we're saying is that since the Tea Party movement, since even before that, right? It, I'm thinking before the Tea Party movement, what exactly, like, I'm thinking of a right wing sort of populist. I guess like 2000, the two, 2000 election, right? The Brooks Brothers riots, right? Yeah, yeah, Shit yeah. like that, right? The, the right is more willing, right, to give in to populism, mm. right, on its side than liberals are with, like, oh, that's the, the totally activist true, left, sure. right? And I think the political, the political, like, like, like value there is that all it is, is that you, you use the people like a bully pulpit, mm. right? And the Republicans, that's why yesterday, this is the thing that fucking blew my mind yesterday, right? Mitch McConnell, fucking um, Pence. Pence and a couple of fucking people. Well, Mitch McConnell, Pence, you use those two people, right? When all this shit went down yesterday, what did they come out after and say? They came out and they made it sound like liberals literally... When there's like a fucking BLM like protest and people mm. start breaking windows and burning shit, they literally sounded That's like true. fucking liberals That's yesterday. True. Where yeah. they were literally like, "We'd like to keep this peaceful." Yes, exactly. But it's like <laughs> Mitch McConnell, you motherfucker, motherfucker, you the one contesting the fucking results of the election. How the fuck are you talking about? You gonna keep the shit peaceful, bro? And yeah. people should be peaceful when you fucking help this shit happen. And not that he's not gonna face. They're not gonna face any repercussions for it. No. Well, that I mean. That's a, a very lib thing to do, though, is to face the repercussions. I know, because there are no repercussions. Yeah. And they give themselves exactly. the repercussions. Yo, let me give you a pop for that shit. There ain't no fucking repercussions. Break the law, nigga. Break the law, nigga. <laughs> we did hear uh, that same guy that was talking, um, the former blah, 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 whatever dude. Wait, uh, which, which dude? Uh, on NPR, on the NPR. I guess he must have oh. been like a capital security guy because they the asked him like what he was driving down. <laughs> anyway, but basically um, you just press like play something and it was like yeah, yeah. play something topical. But anyway, yeah. so um, he was he was calling Playing NPR. He was calling like the broken. <laughs> he was uh, calling the broken windows and and whatever like uh, a secondary concern of like of what happened yesterday. Yeah, uh, of, of like violence. They okay. never use the word violence, but of it of it being like we're concerned for people's safety, like the broken windows and blah 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 is like a secondary. But they concern. never they never say that shit. They would never f- say it for BLM. No, yeah. no, no. They was about oh, like no, that's but the, horrible. It was shoot niggas well, over we, lighting we, the Wendy's on fire, bro. We did violence fuck? against buildings. <laughs> but for this, they're like, oh, at least the people are safe. So but here's is- what's fucked though about that, and like them getting back into session and being like. We all gotta, we all gotta settle down. I mean, Kelly Leffler switched her position. I didn't think it was possible. But Wait, she, she did. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she decided not to object. She was like, in what? light of what happened, oh, I'm not gonna was... like. Well, well, that's that's what. But she also people. still like backed up the thing that it's like we need to talk about election fraud. Well, well, that's the thing that people were talking about is that like because they were in the middle of counting like fucking votes and taking in these votes when that shit happened. So 
actually, in terms of like a coup, like a definition, I mean, they really did like go in there and stop the steal, bro. Like, again, this is where like a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of jealousy where I'm like, God damn, y'all niggas really like. Yeah, you pulled through. You didn't stop it, but you know what I'm saying? Well, they impeded actually the reconciliation of like stop the seal. Like they literally made someone who was going to do what they wanted do the opposite. Then poor Congress had to work past close. Then they had to come back. But that's well, that's why they're getting a vacation now. Oh my god! I mean, if I no, they decide they yeah, they're going on recess until after inauguration. If I got a vacation for every time I had to work past close, I get a fucking three years off. If I got a vacation for not doing my fucking job and getting people two thousand dollar checks, but this is the point. The Capitol Police got a standing (laughs) ovation for their abject failure of doing their job. Always, I mean, this is what happens in this world: is that the people who don't do their jobs. Uh, get standing ovations, and the people who do do their jobs uh, go homeless. You get fired. <laughs> or you get fired. That's but, Washington D.C. But this is the point I went to bring up is that like people were talking about this is like okay, so they all got to leave the Capitol for their safety, right? All these mm-hmm. elected officials and shit. But while they're there and they're like hideouts or safe spaces or the fuck they are, the ones that were going to object to the count, right, that mm-hmm. they were conducting, right, before the insurrections yes. came through. Um, the the handful of Republicans and it was like you know it was like some like a hundred there were a hundred and twenty one house house yeah house Republicans yeah. like they had to think in that moment like oh this is what people were saying they had to think in that moment right like what am I gonna do you know because there are people out there supporters of the president that are doing this and that and if I come back out after and I still stay the course then people are gonna look at me and this is the thing I'm hearing this all from all these liberals it's like Republicans as you were saying Madison. They do not think about consequences because there are no consequences for anything that they fucking do. Cory Bush was calling for their expulsion. Well, I mean, ultimate. Well, I love Cory, but come <laughs> on, bro. It's like, what? He's well, like, ultimately, Cory Bush shit. and like Omar's like the the impeachment, which, yeah, is kind of some lib shit because he's got it's like, what, a couple more things. days? Yeah. Like, nigga, he got two weeks, bro. They barely, they barely dragged this man to impeachment yeah, they're for demanding fucking a two crimes week against notice. humanity. And they're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. They gave him the big slip, bro. They tried to give him the big slip. It's like, he was already on his way out. Yeah, he's already No thanks to you motherfuckers. Like, God damn, you could thank us. Well, not me, because I didn't vote for this motherfucker. But, you know, like, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, don't thank me. I didn't fucking vote for Joe Biden. But I I guess. Listen, black people in Georgia delivered Joe Biden his victory. Not me, nigga. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, I guess, I just. Like, well, this is one more thing I want to talk about, but I guess I want to, I just kind of want to wrap that whole, like, that segment of that up. And there's one more thing I want to talk about. Um, Is that, like, that whole thing yesterday was, like, equal parts, how can I put it? So people don't cancel me. Equal parts cool. It was cool and gratifying. It It was cool and it was gratifying because you know what, motherfucker? Like, I might not agree with those people politically. Yes, they are fucking, like, the equivalent of brown shirts. Yes, they are the foot shoulders of the fash. Um, it's already their fucking country, though, anyway. So, like, who the fuck cares? But I wish that was us, yo. And I wish it was a hell of a lot more of us. Also, though, I will say that it was menacingly absurd because I'm still in the take here heard from another podcast, but it's true. Like, no one, even people on the left, right? Like, especially, like, some of us on the serious left, never really took Trump seriously. Didn't really take his movement seriously. Yeah. And what happened yesterday, it was so absurd, but it was menacing. It was menacingly absurd. Well, and they were all showing their faces. I and mean, when you go out to like a protest, like 
you know, you you do your you do your whole fucking you do your, yeah, yeah. That's and they were like old. out there with their fucking faces and their like bright ass colored sweatshirts with like basically their name tags on. Well, like, well, a dude literally had his like lanyard from his job on, and, it's and like, he got fired. Just got off of work, but 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 th- that's a good point though because think about this, Madison. That's a good point because like. I thought about this. I, I wanted to tweet it out, but I didn't know how to formulate to make it make sense. It might not make sense now. What if, like, literally, like, all, like, Capitol Police yesterday, D.C. Police, like, fucking, who was ever, who was ever in charge of anything, which apparently was supposed to be, like, the fucking uh, um, uh, attorney general that was supposed to be, like, in, in the position of, well, the acting attorney general. Oh, yeah, do we Jeff have Ro- attorney Jeff Rosen, <laughs> Jeff Rosen, Jeff Rosen, or some, Jeffrey Rosen, some shit like that. I don't know. Mm. Since Barr left. But I was thinking, I was like, yo, what if, like, the cops just laid down their arms. What if everybody was just like, well, we already live in a fascist state. I mean, that's... When the that's, fascists come, why don't we just be like, all right, yeah, sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Welcome in. Yeah, we're like, gloves off. Like, let's be like, come on, come on. Well, that's why I've also really disagreed with like uh, people who have been like, oh yeah, if like Trump like decides to stay in office, they're going to like drag him out and I can't wait to see the dude in like yeah, handcuffs and all this that, shit. Yeah. And it's like, no, because like the people who use the handcuffs, who do the handcuffs, they hate America the way that Trump hates Those America. People, yeah. So they which would be like, is why the would way I that Republicans him? hate America, but they love capital like a America, like the idea. Well, it's America, of America beyond. Right? It's America beyond America. And like what what strikes me with so much of like like the way that like politicians speak, especially when they're campaigning, is that it's like it's just two different people. Who both hate this country, and rightfully so, but like in different ways, and f- perhaps for the wrong reasons. But like they're always—that's a good point. Every every politician's campaign is, is that a this better, is a broken country. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's is a better government it's a better, work. Are, it's a better formulation of the argument that America is a terrible place. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> I know that you're miserable. And it's like literally just like advertising because it's like I know you want a better country. This one isn't working. Well, well it is a better country it. because it, it, it is like branding because it literally is like you don't like this product, then you should go to this one. Yeah, the Republican Party. Or like or your life party. is a mess. I know your life is a mess, and I'm going to re-emphasize the way that your life is a mess by showing you your neighborhood in black and white and all grainy. Well, that's <laughs> like that's actually you know what? Fuck this point. Let's. What time is it? Let's close it out. Uh, we got yeah, we're at fifty one. Let's let's close, let's close it out then. And with that point, with this discussion, because that's a good point, you know, about the branding thing. And I think that like to round it out, when when politics becomes so aestheticized mm. and removed from any material uh, influence in people's lives, then they settle into like like camps, mm. right? They settle into like their their sub spectacle, right? And they do shit like they did yesterday right um which was a little bit more a little bit uh, more of a successful manifestation of powerlessness right because like they were able to storm the capital or you do some forced vote shit or anything like that so like i think yesterday was a a a moment of crossing the rubicon so to speak right where we like entered a different paradigm with the ringing in of a new year because people are no longer like listening to the advertising proverbial advertising on their tv they're no longer being bought in by these products and there are people some people unfortunately it's not us who are angry enough to do something about it because i mentioned this to y'all like before we started recording yo there were some people a handful of people at least yesterday 
at the the fucking insurrectionists who were like, yo, we're upset about the $2,000 checks. You know, like, yeah, it was a lot of, it was probably mostly like petty bourgeois people, but there was some real like proletariat rage there, or there was a semblance of that rage there. Because why the fuck yeah, would we? Yeah, because they feel like they don't have a voice in our government, and they're right. Well, that's why. Like, that's but, why inner city people and like country, like like uh, literal redneck. I think I had said this in like an earlier episode, or maybe we just talked mm-hmm. about it. Like redneck socialist uh, West Virginia miners have way more in common than anybody sitting up in a chair in Washington. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I also think that like part of yeah the 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 weird like uncanny feeling that you might get as like a leftist watching everything yesterday is that like the reflection of this like powerlessness it feels so like it's like painful to watch because you know that these people also have more power in the halls that they're invading Mm. and with the people that they're calling traitor Mm. on those lines. They share the same power. You're talking about the cops and the the, Mm -hmm. the insurrection. So like this notion of like white supremacists, like capitalism, like give give me the gold man who does the products as my leader because I love fucking products and but they have all have merch. merch. But it doesn't even have words to it anymore. It doesn't even need words to it anymore. No. It really is a mediation of images, like the spectacle. But like the <laughs> only way that they're able to gain that access and like what everyone's trying to figure out about what the fuck happened here is that like they're ultimately invading a building that yes, they own because like Fucking Republicans run everything, apparently, because, like, even if Democrats have power, they cow to Republicans. So yeah. it's all informed by what yeah. Republicans yeah, want. Yeah, it's all right and, framing. And if they're wondering about, like, how they got past the police, it's because the police does, don't view them as threats and view them as friends. Like, that either is, or. That is, like, that's why we crossed the Rubicon yesterday, because we know for a fact, actually, if it were left wing protesters yesterday and they got shot up. That would be that would be nothing unheard of before in American history. Mm. It would be shocking, but it would be nothing unheard of before in American history. But we crossed the Rubicon yesterday because as you you said you said this when I was saying like, yo, how are you going how is a fascist state really even if it's not con- even if it was consciously aware of it, how are they going to stop like would be fascists? They're not gonna do it. As you said, Madison, they can be like, come on in. We roll the carpet out for y'all. We roll in the right carpet out for y'all. Instead, what we're wondering about, like, how Biden's going to be able to, or, like, Biden or Democrats are going to be able to hold off doing the things that they need to do that progressives, leftists... In order to fucking, in order to fucking get the, in order to siphon off of that fucking populist energy that sent, again, I understand that the majority of people there yesterday might not have been, like, you know, working class... But again, it's populist, it's rage, it's anti-establishment rage. If Biden and the Democrats, not to cut you off, but if they don't do that to siphon off that energy, then where the fuck is it going to go? But what I'm saying is that they are going to use what happened yesterday. They're going to use the precedent of Trump to, like, we're wondering how it's going to flip back on the left. We're seeing both claims that this is actually an Antifa, like, false flag, which that's insane. Like, and a lot of people believe that. And, like, that's insane. But like the the thing that I think we should be concerned about is the idea that political extremism and populism are constantly embroiled into these bad words that you will be able to affix to policies coming through that you're like, 
okay, Medicare for all. This is a populist thing. And who would be it's perfect for that? socialist. Biden would be and perfect for that. And that's political extremism. Jesus. And we saw what happened when political extremism is allowed to like run Jesus. rampant. No, 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 we can't have that. And it comes back to like Bernie Sanders being painted as like radical. And now like every Democrat is a radical liberal and it all like cycles together. It works. But, but it really is like socialist. He's radical liberal, Raphael Warnock. But you know what? Like to close it out then. It's like what I said earlier, not even uncle, Biden is daddy. Biden is here now to come in. In two weeks, he's going to come mm-hmm. in. He's going to fucking like, you know, cast his arms, his his far reaching, ever reaching arms around the country and hug us tight. That's as a we terrifying fucking, image. I know. I know. He's like just yeah. hugging the whole entire fucking just sniffing like the hair of every man, woman, <laughs> child, non-binary individual in the country. No, but like it would, it, would, it, it like, like, or you might be bald and not have hair. He's going to three genders at least. Like, quote at least Biden. three genders. Quote Biden. Um, <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, y'all. So, like, we, uh, welcome back. We live in hell and, uh, we're happy to join no, you. No, it's America. We, like, I know, right? They're synonymous. <laughs> They're synonymous. Words. Synonymous. Words. Uh, word. I'm, 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 I'm just happy to be alive and joined by my friends, y'all. I feel I'm like glad that. Aaron's here. I'm glad we're back. It's time for a new year. Let's get this. Let's let's oh, get God. this money. <laughs> like that was that was like <laughs> like like fucking Silicon Valley, like late nineties, like early two thousands, like tech anyway, bro. I'm so we glad that this. we were able we were able to uh, to get together to talk way. about tech. You do that and way too well. And stop. Um, no, please don't do that. Let's let's put a hand let's together go. for for new technologies. <laughs> <laughs> If you like this interview and want to support us, go to patreon.com slash adampod and become a patron for exclusive content, including weekly news updates.